the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plumb Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope, training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H.com. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and the broadcast today I'll be joined by Ariel Del Turco, the director of the Center for Religious Liberty at the Family Research Council. One of the things we'll talk about is this concept or idea called separation of church and state. So stick around for this broadcast, and you can reach out to me anytime to share your thoughts or comments at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Open Door Financial was founded with the inspiration of using biblical wisdom to create financial plans and investment strategies that lead to financial peace and build the kingdom of God. We guide families and small business owners on how to save money, reduce taxes, get out of debt, build enough retirement income, and be more generous. We help you discover God's plan for your finances and fulfill your God-given dreams and purpose. Call Jason Batt at Open Door Financial at 619-794-7133. That's 619-794-7133 or visit opendoor-financial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered broker-dealer and registered investment advisor. Open Door Financial and Centaurus Financial are not affiliated entities. Life can be tough, and sometimes we all need a helping hand. That's where Integrity Counseling Group comes in. At Integrity, we're not just counselors. We're your companions on the journey of healing. We believe in restoring connections with yourself, with your loved ones, and with your faith. With three welcoming locations in Mission Valley, Carlsbad, and San Marcos, plus convenient telehealth services across California, we're right by your side, San Diego. Visit us at integritycounselinggroup.com or call us anytime at 760-283-7000. 760-283-7000. When it comes to education for your student, Northwest Christian School believes that trusted truth transforms. With that in mind, they developed their fully online Christian school, NCS Online, for your kindergarten through ninth grade student. NCS Online curriculum has been developed in-house by experienced Christian educators and is infused with a biblical worldview. NCS Online provides a rigorous, affordable, customizable online education in an established Christian community and culture. Visit ncsonline.org to learn more or contact their admissions team at 602-978-5134. On today's edition of The Plumb Line, I'm excited to be joined by Ariel Del Turco, the director of the Center for Religious Liberty within the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C., and I am, as I said, uh, pleased to be joined by Ariel once again. We've talked a number of times before, typically about issues related to 
persecution. I guess uh, Ariel will draw on a little bit about persecution in this broadcast, specifically the persecution of the Speaker of the House of Representatives. We'll talk about him just a bit on the second half of this broadcast, but I want to start off by looking at a column here that you wrote a couple of months ago entitled, Speaker Johnson is Right About the Separation of Church and State. I haven't really tackled this concept of the separation of church and state as a topic on the plumb line yet. We take different uh, issues and discuss them from a biblical worldview on every day's edition of the plumb line. And so I thought, well, as I saw this column, this would be a good thing to talk about because it seems like it used to be I'd hear a lot about this, the principle of the separation of church and state. I haven't been hearing those words as much lately, but yet there is still a lot of confusion about what's meant by this doctrine. And so I guess I should welcome you to the broadcast first. Uh, Thanks for coming on, Ariel. And if you could just maybe start us off by sharing what this means, even what the phrase, the separation of church and state actually means, if you would. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me back. And it's always good to be with you. But yeah, I, I think this is increasingly quoted, especially among the younger generation. Uh, this slogan of separation of church and state, I'm seeing it all over Twitter, all over social media, uh, just hysterics about Christians. Anytime they enter politics and articulate maybe a Bible verse or something that they believe rooted in their Christian worldview, in the accusation immediately is that this politician is uh, violating so-called uh, separation of church and state. So it's actually not even a term found in the Constitution. It's actually from a letter that Thomas Jefferson wrote to the Danbury Baptist who uh, were very grateful that Jefferson had been elected president and they were congratulating him. And Jefferson was affirming uh, this group, the Baptist group's religious freedom and really affirming that they should be protected in their specific context from violations of religious freedom, from discrimination and oppression that they were experiencing from other religious groups. So he wrote the phrase in this letter the quote was thus building a separation of church and state. And I, I think he was alluding to the American founders and the Constitution and Bill of Rights that they created, and especially uh, the First Amendment and the Establishment Clause, which that prevents the U.S. government from establishing a formal religion. So really, that's all that the Establishment Clause does. But the way that the left has used and expanded and really misused this phrase, separation of church and state, it's really just to shut Christians down when they want to participate in the public square. Yeah, yeah. And it's a kind of a good reminder, or should be a good reminder to all of us, that it's not just Scripture that we shouldn't take out of context, but uh, people's letters as well. Whenever we take anything, whether it be the Word of God or a letter from Thomas Jefferson out of context and just pull out a phrase and try to make it say what we want it to say, that's a dangerous thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And so the Establishment Clause is actually only part of the First Amendment. And what many of those on the left, I think, try to like, not downplay, but they don't focus on as much is the Free Exercise Clause. And that protects everyone's right to freely exercise their religion. And there is no stipulation. It doesn't say that, oh, Americans can only freely exercise their religion in the privacy of their home or in the bounds of a church. It says freely exercise your religion. So that means being able to speak about your faith and articulate it in public settings. Uh, You don't have to hide it. So I think it's important that we take the First Amendment in context. These are wonderful foundational rights that every American has. 
Uh, and we really should not be taking them for granted. Well, next, let's draw in the new or still relatively new anyway, Speaker of the U.S. House, Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana, who was, you know, kind of surprisingly elevated to that post as the Speaker of the House and has faced just an array of criticism from the very moment, well, I guess even before he was officially elected to that. And so tell us how he kind of has gotten into the fray here and why we're talking about him in relationship to this separation of church and state. Yeah, well, just as a reminder, a few months ago, we didn't even have a Speaker of the House. For weeks and weeks, uh, the Republicans could not agree on a Speaker. And eventually, after weeks of struggling, they voted for Mike Johnson. And his first time up for a vote, Mike Johnson was put into place as Speaker. And I think that's really because he had been serving faithfully in Congress behind the scenes. He had a lot of good connections and, and friends and just he's really... I think like a coalition builder, if you will. Uh, he had a lot of goodwill and a great reputation in Congress. So he was elected speaker, but I think most of Americans were very surprised. They hadn't heard the name of Mike Johnson, but I think it was very providential because he is a very strong believer, a wonderful man of God. He has lived out his faith uh, throughout his professional career in really uh, profound and beautiful ways. Uh, so for us at Family Research Council, we knew Mike Johnson very well, and we were very excited to see him rise to this level. However, it was very quickly upon becoming speaker that the left really went after Mike Johnson, accusing him of uh, violating the separation of church and state. So one thing that Mike Johnson did, he went up for his speech after he had uh, been confirmed as speaker and said, you know, I believe in scripture. The Bible is very clear that God is the one who raises up those in authority. And I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment. So that's Mike Johnson's exact quote. And so as Christians, you and I would probably agree, well, yeah, that's biblical. That's common sense. Uh, of course, we believe this. But the left really was quite triggered by that phrase. And so they accused him of violating separation of church and state just by the very fact that he referenced scripture in his speech, which, of course, he's not establishing a religion, right? He's not violating the establishment cause in the First Amendment. Uh, so really, this criticism is quite silly. But I think it was so fierce because the mainstream media and the far left, they're not used to seeing a true, bold person of deep, deep faith ascend to a really high leadership position like this. So they were scared and they were triggered. Yeah, and in the second half of this broadcast, I want to get into uh, some of the other attacks on him and just, well, I guess, do that to encourage our listeners to really support him and, and others who are standing for biblical truth uh, within the halls of Congress, because there aren't many left who are doing that. We're so thankful for those who are. But really, when we look at this and think about this, at least this particular accusation, it's all based on a, a misunderstanding, isn't it? And we kind of said that at the beginning here. It's it's really because those who are wanting to uh, attack him, uh, instead of just really looking at what he said and, and see how it's, it's really kind of a, a unifying statement and a really nice statement that he makes here, they're wanting to find, you know, something where he's mixing church and state in everything that he says to just try to uh, attack him and, and take him down, aren't they? Yeah, you're right on point. 
And so the left so fundamentally misunderstands the phrase separation of church and state. They see it as, well, that means Christians serving in politics can't really talk about their faith and shouldn't make any decisions from their religious worldview. Now, we think that's silly because everyone has a worldview and uh, you come at every decision with presuppositions, uh, whether those are atheist or whether those are Christian or whether those are Muslim or any variety of things. So this is really a tactic to silence Christians. And the truth is that the founders never would have fought for a freedom from religion, right? Uh, There is no right for secular Americans to not encounter religion or not hear scripture spoken from the speaker of the house. Uh, That's so silly. And it's honestly deeply un-American. America has this wonderful, rich tradition of advancing religious freedom. It's in our First Amendment. It's often called our first freedom. And so when the left undermines this, they're really undermining a lot of American tradition and law and really fundamental human rights that I don't think they should be messing with. Yeah, exactly. My guest is Ariel Del Turco, the director of Center for Religious Liberty at the Family Research Council, and we've been discussing separation of church and state, that concept, which again comes from a letter from Thomas Jefferson, but has been really misconstrued, taken out of context, and so we're just sharing about it from a biblical perspective, what the scriptures would have to say about all of this here on The Plumb Line. We'll take a break, and then we'll return discussing a little bit more, particularly about the importance of defending, standing up for those who are standing up for the principles of God in positions of power. That'll be on the next segment of The Plumb Line. I'd encourage you to reach out to me, share your thoughts, comments, questions about the broadcast. The Plumb Line Radio at gmail.com is the email. Remember, Plum is P-L-U-M-B. The Plumb Line Radio at gmail.com. I'd also mention this is a listener-supported radio ministry. You can find out more about it and support when you go to the website for my national sponsor, Reasons for Hope, and that is the letter R-F-O-R-H dot com slash the plumb line. R-F-O-R-H dot com slash the plumb line. So go there. You'll find the listing of all the stations where you can hear the show. You'll find a link to the podcast edition of it and how you can donate or support this listener-supported radio ministry as well. Stay tuned for more. Support for The Plumb Line is provided by these fine business sponsors. EPS Wealth Management of Phoenix, who serves clients in several states. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation about your financial concerns. 623-537-3657. Support for The Plumb Line is also provided by Simple Turn. Their online health resources teach your kids how health really works and how to avoid 90% of chronic disease. Get your family's free health course at mysimpleturn.com. And by Charles McLucas, Jr., founder and CEO of Charitable Trust Administrators, Inc. Learn about the benefits of a charitable remainder trust at ctai-ca.com. If you're looking for a Bible college that, when you graduate, you will have little to no debt and receive the best Christian education, look no further. Whether you choose to go into ministry or come to simply learn the Word of God, Northeast Ohio Bible College is here. We offer classes at the college or online from the comfort and convenience of your home or use the classes for your Sunday morning or Wednesday night Bible studies. If Christian education is becoming to you, then you should be coming to us. Call today to schedule a class at 330-382-1151 or go to neobc.org. 
Proverbs Payments is a partner with The Plumb Line in helping me to raise the funds necessary for broadcasting this gospel-proclaiming show. Proverbs Payments is a Christian credit card processing company who is kingdom-focused instead of profit-focused. To learn about how they can benefit your business or ministry, visit ProverbsPayments.com. Thanks for joining me for The Plumb Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and I'm joined by Ariel Del Turco, the director of the Center for Religious Liberty at the Family Research Council. And we spent some time talking a little bit about that concept we know as separation of church and state on the first portion of the broadcast. And now we're going to continue our visit here by just talking a little bit about uh, the particular person who was involved in the controversy that brought my discussion to light. It's the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana. And Ariel, I noticed that this controversy here regarding some statements that supposedly violated the quote-unquote separation of church and state, this is just one of only a litany of things that the left has raised to try to take down Mike Johnson and to try to destroy his character, which is kind of hilarious because this is a man of phenomenal character thanks to the Spirit of God working in him. But yeah, it's it's... Just uh, all very interesting to me. The one other thing, I guess, that stood out fairly recently is, of all things, he went to a daddy-daughter dance. How <laughs> how could he do something like that? It's just like these things are just absolutely crazy. But, yeah, I just wanted kind of your thoughts on, on what you see taking place there and just this effort to take him down. Yeah, so this is very interesting because it's obviously not unusual for politicians to encounter a lot of criticism for a variety of things, but typically that criticism is either about policy or about politics, or it's about character flaws uh, and things that come to light from their past that they rightfully should be criticized for. With Mike Johnson, it's almost in the opposite. The left has like done their digging really hard. The media has really been uh, out to find things on Mike Johnson that they can criticize, but the things that they come up with are Honestly, I, I think they would make a good advertisement for Mike Johnson. Uh, one of the controversies was that uh, the media was criticizing Mike Johnson for having an anti-porn app on his and his son's phone. And uh, his whole family uses the system called Covenant Eyes to keep porn off their phone, even incidentally. Uh, he was criticized for that and mocked and just called weird and approved. And he was also criticized for being in a covenant marriage with his wife. So in Louisiana, there's a like almost like a second tier level of legal marriage. Uh, it's called covenant marriage. And couples can, if they choose, opt into that. And it just makes it a little bit harder to get divorced. You have to go through some counseling before uh, you can sign your divorce papers. It's not a huge deal. But the left was was mocking him for this, making fun of him, which is, is so odd, right? These are terrible things that Mike Johnson is avoiding. He's avoiding porn in his family. He's remaining faithful to his wife and promising an even stronger commitment to her. So it's really been laughable that some of the main criticisms from mainstream media has been, well, Mike Johnson, I don't know, he's too good of a husband and father and uh, too good of a Christian. So the attacks against him have been really comical. But it also just shows just how brightly Mike Johnson shines as a great Christian example who's lived his life really well, really faithfully, uh, and puts his faith first in 
how he's looking at situations. There are a lot of politicians who claim to be Christian or Catholic, uh, even President Joe Biden, right? He goes to Mass and he says he's a Catholic, but of course, I, I don't think many in the Catholic Church would think that he's living according to doctrine, right? He supports abortion, which the Catholic Church is against. So the mainstream media doesn't attack all religious politicians in the way that they have Mike Johnson. I think Mike Johnson is getting attacked so much because he's truly living out his faith and being a great, great example of what it's like to be a Christian in politics. Yeah, and it also says, too, just how far awry our culture has gone, where if you stand for anything that would be normal, traditional, conservative principles, all of these things, even if the left, you know, I think the left in, in large measure probably doesn't have too much difficulty with pornography, but even if they were to say, well, pornography isn't really right, they're still not going to ever stand up for someone who's actually doing something about it. That's just the drift that our culture has gone to, isn't it? You're right. Our culture is so, so extreme, and it's come so, so far that simple, basic Christian practices and living well and raising your family well would elicit any type of mockery or any type of criticism. It's actually my hope that Mike Johnson really becomes a role model for uh, other Christians that, that want to go into politics or even just Christians looking for a strong example of uh, male leadership and, and men treating their wives and family well, putting them first, even while they're doing a high-powered career, I, I think it's a beautiful example. And so I hope that Christians really uh, turn it around and take what the left is intending for evil and help turn it into good. Yeah. There are a lot of scriptures that talk about encouraging one another, and I've done a few broadcasts on the plumb line on the subject of encouragement from a biblical perspective. And I'm just kind of wondering if maybe you have any uh, insights on how we can do that. I imagine every legislator has, you know, a published address and things like that that we could send them a note, or what things can we do to be an encourager of those who are standing upon biblical truth in the halls of Congress? You know what? This one is very simple, but I think it's much more effective than we ever give it credit for. That's simply using your social media, right? If you're putting posts on, on Twitter or Facebook, uh, tagging Mike Johnson and saying, you know what, I am very thankful for his Christian witness in the public square, that will go a long way. If you're tagging him on Twitter, saying encouraging things, or even responding to tweets that he posts, and like putting encouragement under it, that's going to go a long way, even in the court of public opinion on social media. That stuff really, really matters. So that's a small practical way we can all do a little bit to help out. Um, but also, Mike Johnson needs our prayers, even aside from some of the media criticism he's been getting about his faith. He's been put into a very, very difficult situation on Capitol Hill where he has just a two-seat majority. He hasn't been in Republican leadership very long, and he's really the one like area of Republican control and power in a sea of Democratic power. He has to deal with the president in the White House. He has to deal with Schumer in the Senate. So Mike Johnson's leadership, it's very tenuous, and he's trying to make a lot of compromises that will make his base happy, but also be packages that he can get through the House. 
it's a very difficult position to be placed in and placed in very suddenly. He didn't necessarily ask to become speaker. He was asked to be speaker. And I think the Lord will honor that kind of public service, but he does really need our prayer and need really the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to make some of these very difficult decisions. Yeah, I like how you put that because it's not a very enviable position, even though many of us would think so. You know, a lot of times we think of, boy, being the Speaker of the House, what a position of power and what a great opportunity and things. And it is a great opportunity, but yeah, there's not a lot of us considering the situation in our country today that would actually want to hold that position. So it's it's definitely a service, and we need to lift him up as a, a servant of God in the halls of Congress. So thank you for what you had to share about that. We've got just a couple minutes left. Here And I don't know if there's anything that you want to add regarding what we've discussed here or reflect upon to uh, just leave our listeners, I guess, with what you'd like to leave them with. Yeah, there's a lot of lessons here, I think, not only for Mike Johnson, but for all of us. You know, times will really get hard in our walk with the Lord, in all of us living out our calling. We're seeing Mike Johnson (laughs) encounter some challenges as he's living out his calling, but it's really the same for all of us as well. And so we just need to be aware of what's going on, be aware of the spiritual warfare that's described in Ephesians 6. And we need to be putting on the armor of God as as we go about our day in work or at home, just living the life that the Lord has called us to. And this is a Bible verse that my boss, Tony Perkins at Family Research Council often references, and I'll just read it. It's Therefore, after uh, you take up the whole armor of God to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. So once we've done everything we can do in the natural, once we pray, once we read our Bible, once we take the next right step in our lives, we still just have to stand firm. So I think Mike Johnson lives up to that example. We need to be praying that he does and also taking inspiration and, and praying for ourselves that we'll be able to do the same. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being with me, Ariel. Thank you. Ariel Del Turco, again, she's the director of the Center for Religious Liberty at the Family Research Council, my guest on the plumb line today. I really appreciate her thoughts and insights. I appreciate you tuning in, and I would love to connect with you to hear your thoughts, comments, questions about the broadcast. Maybe you want to share a guest or topic idea with me. You can reach out via email. The Plum Line Radio at gmail.com. The Plum Line Radio at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on The Plum Line. The Plum Line has been sponsored by Reasons for Hope. Check them out at r4h.com. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn delivered. 
for the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.